Daniel Marshall is back with more monsters. Today I'm talking about The Lair. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about the shutter exclusive known as the lair known as weird um it's from a kind of a well-known horror director's name is neil marshall and didn't really enjoy this one too much for reasons i'll get into but it's kind of interesting when you compare it to marshall's other work so without further ado let's get started if you're a fan of grimy gory horror movies you've probably run into the movies of neil marshall in particular, his cult favorite films like Dog Soldiers and The Descent. But since that universal acclaim of the spelunk with the spelunking with goblins adventure, Marshall has taken progressively bigger swings at different but similar genres without great results. His post-apocalyptic action flick Doomsday is fun, but didn't excite audiences or critics. His Swords and Sandals epic Centurion had its, has its defenders, but also underperformed. And his Hellboy reboot is one of the worst big-budget movies I've seen in recent memory, so let's leave it at that. So it makes sense that Marshall has gone back to his roots with the witchy movie The Reckoning and now the Shutter exclusive The Lair. Taking place in the midst of the ongoing war in Afghanistan, the movie follows a pilot named Sinclair who is shot down by enemy fire. Holding off against a number of insurgents, Sinclair takes, takes refuge in an old Soviet bunker that may hold a much more terrifying enemy. So... I wanted to like The Lair, partially because Marshall has seemingly lost his way as a filmmaker, and also because I have an affection for action-heavy horror movies like this. Even when they're bad, they can often be fun thanks to the middle school boy appeal of grisly deaths and badasses. Sadly, The Lair feels like a very hollow attempt to recreate Marshall's past successes, i.e. a story about soldiers dealing with some out-of-this-world entity without the same charms. Here is why. First off, what is the tone? There's a disconnect in this movie between its look and tone, often from moment to moment or scene to scene. I'll offer a comparison between Mar Marshall's previous films to explain what I'm talking about. In Dog Soldiers, for instance, the look and feel is consistently B-movie bloody camp. Even before the supernatural element shows up, the fighting in this film is bloody, played to the rafters, and delivered without a semblance of seriousness. It's all melodrama. The Lair, on the other hand, seems to shift back and forth depending on the moment. One moment it's a t tense cinematically shot standoff between two opposing sets of soldiers, the next someone is delivering a laughable one-liner before they nobly sacrifice themselves or get taken out. Our lead, played by Charlotte Vega, who acts like she's in a tense action movie while another soldier comes in playing like a British stereotype because reasons? I know why this happens. The movie is attempting to differentiate between the standard military action and the more campy action, action against the monsters that show up later. But it shouldn't change everyone's personality or how the movie looks based on what location you're shooting in or what kind of enemy is involved. We also introduce a lot of political elements that the film doesn't have any interest in. Making a horror movie that takes place in what was, up until very recently, an active war zone with American and British forces is a risky choice because the political and military history is fraught, to say the least. And the Lair attempts to dive into it, mostly as a reason for, for its premise rather than a commentary of any kind. Minor spoiler ahead to explain what I'm talking about. 
The general gist is that the underground bunker is an old Soviet testing facility left over from the Russian war in Afghanistan, which is something that a driver for the Taliban, who explains that he only does this to keep his family safe while avoiding active fighting, conveys to the American and British soldiers who are now holding him as prisoner. Which then becomes a kind of revenge mission for what these monsters did to his people in that war. So are the monsters a metaphor for imperialism or something else? The film doesn't care. It just brings this up so everyone has a motivation to fight and destroy these monsters and their base. There's no greater understanding about the Afghani people brought about. The only difference is that this guy isn't a Taliban fighter and therefore isn't inclined to attack the soldiers right away and ends up fighting on their side. And that's before we get into a commander who's being forced out for a mistake that wasn't his fault, or how the entire unit Vega falls in with are deemed outcasts of the military. Like I said, tons that you could say here, but that's not what the movie is about. Because the real focus is the bloody action. The majority of the lair is made out of action scenes where our heroic soldiers face off against enemy soldiers or monsters. Not necessarily a bad thing, and you can tell where this is where Marshall's enthusiasm lies. Thanks to a variety of locations and style, style about shifting from firearm to melee combat and back again. If nothing else, Marshall knows how to stage these scenes and relishes in killing characters off in bloody fashion. That said, there are still a few things off about the action. First, the scenes in tighter quarters frequently feel like made-for-TV movies due to some weird lighting and shot selection. This is really frustrating when an allegedly badass commander is holding off, holding off on his own and looks like he's fighting a rubber suit. The second is the same tone problem we talked about before. I don't mind cover-based shooting as a baseline, but it gets really weird when it turns into a Street Fighter-style brawl against one of the monsters and then we flick, flip back into some standard firefight. It's just off which is kind of the verdict, a bit off. Without a clear vision for its look and feel, the lair disappoints, even as B-movie schlock. Four out of ten. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.